What's up guys, Brandon Lewis here with the 10 Con Big 7. All the news that your left-leaning corporate media hopes you never discover, and guess what? The Republican establishment isn't too keen on you getting your ears and your eyes on these stories either. We have got stories. Cameron Sexton fought for trans prayer on the Tennessee House floor. That's good old-fashioned uh, Christian values. Uh, Chairman David Hawk approves Tennessee red flag gun laws in deceptive voice vote. GOP lawmakers edge closer to opening Tennessee's incorporation of central bank digital currency, which is what all conservatives really want. And then the Department of Homeland Security, Jason says that we have audio. I'm having to do this. This is take two. Uh, the U.S. Department of Homeland Security reports potential uh, for influx of illegal immigrants to Tennessee. Uh, we've got the Tennessee legislation that seeks to uh, increase penalties for transportation of illegal aliens to the state. And we have got proposed Tennessee bill that aims to strip power from a commission and hand it to the governor because God knows the General Assembly loves just giving all the power to the governor just like they did in 2020 when he ruined our lives. And the most basic human right, according to GOP Senator Richard Briggs, is your right to have an abortion. Brandon Lewis here with the 10 Con Big 7 Weekend Update. I'm so excited to be here with you. Now, we've got lots of announcements, and I'm going to bring them right to you. First off, it is perplexing to me. It is confusing. One moment, please. Why Justin of the Tennessee Holler will not debate me on policy issues. It's perplexing. It's baffling. Number one, I do this part-time as a conservative citizen journalist. I don't eat, sleep, and breathe this stuff. I've not been doing it as long as you have, Justin. I don't have as big of a, a Twitter or a social media audience as you do. So you're bigger, you're more knowledgeable, you've known about it longer. Surely, Surely, if you and I had just a civilized conversation, you would shred me to ribbons. Now, I don't understand what this modern uh, issue is with the left and the right getting together to have a conversation. I know that, that free speech is not valued by the left like it used to be, not like when the ACLU first started. Uh, but it's weird because I've got friends that I go camping with, that I drink beer with, that I'm friends with that we do not agree on the political spectrum. I've got people that work for me that are as far left as you can get, not at the Tennessee Conservative, but in my regular business where I make my money. But for some reason, we've descended into tribalism. We've descended into some kind of uh, barbaric, uh, segregated society where people don't want to talk about their ideas because they're afraid to, I suppose. I don't know. But... Uh, you know, one thing that I know that the Democrats hate uh, more than anything is toxic masculinity. But as far as I can see over there at the Tennessee Holler, we ain't got that problem. We might not have any masculinity. If somebody challenges you to a debate of ideas, and if you care about those ideas, you should stand up for your subscribers. That's just my two cents. Guys, please, if you are going to Gary Humble's Freedom First event this weekend, I would like to say hello to you. I will be milling about. Come over, uh, shake my hand, tell me what's going on in your neck of the woods. Sometimes we get the best stories uh, from folks that just call me, text me, and say, hey, did you know that this is going on in my county? And I'm like, no, I didn't. That is shocking. Let's tell other people about it. So come say hello to me at Gary's event there at Tennessee Stands Freedom First event. Uh, do go to Gab, Getter, Truth, MeWe, and Rumble. Follow us on social media. And if you will look, Below this uh, video, you will see some links, 
okay? And you can get your Stop Illegal Immigration in Tennessee bumper sticker absolutely free. We will mail that to you for free if you just give us your address. And uh, there's also a survey below this video before we get into the stories uh, that deals with illegal immigration. Your thoughts on policy in Tennessee, uh, what the GOP should do at the state level, etc. We're going to try to uh, collect about a thousand of those at least and then send the responses up to Nashville. I doubt they'll read them or care, but we're going to send it to them anyway. We've done this before and it has fallen on deaf ears, but sometimes you must try, try again. Let's get on to the stories. Cameron Sexton fought for trans prayer on Tennessee House floor despite vocal conservative opposition. This should come as no surprise to you. Two Tennessee House members anonymously told the Tennessee conservative that strong objections were made by the true conservatives in the House of Republicans caucus meeting regarding the approval of an openly transgender person delivering the prayer on the House floor. I do believe you would have to read your Bible with a sharpie instead of a highlighter if you think that this is in keeping with the scriptures. You know, it says in the New Testament that there will be false prophets and people will try to lead folks away, even people in the church, and boy, are we living through it now. However, according to two representatives, it's actually three because I had a third one call me, Speaker Cameron Sexton pushed back stating that he could not discriminate, this is in the meeting, and followed by giving his stamp of approval to Democrat Representative uh, Bain's invite to Chaplain Dayron Johnson, who is apparently a dude who thinks he's a woman that dresses like one, from the United Church of Christ in Nashville. The House members who contacted us requested to remain anonymous because if, if you ever say anything negative about leadership, if you ever fail to toe the line, you can't get anything passed, nor can you climb up in the ranks, nor will you get all that corporate campaign money. Seeking more information on the approval process, the Tennessee conservative reached out to the House Chief of Staff, the Director of Operations, Director of Communications, and the Chief Clerk of the House in typical fashion, but we received no reply. Why in the world would Republican leadership not want to say anything to clarify this unless what we reported was true? You be the judge. And I often wonder, Cameron Sexton, if somebody from the Temple of Satan said that they wanted to come speak, would you be like, oh, sure, that's great. Just everybody gets equal access. I think we're headed in that direction. We've already got a temple of Satan uh, invading Tennessee government schools at Chimney Rock Elementary School in Cordova. These are your government schools. Next story. Chairman David Hawk approves red flag gun law in deceptive voice vote. I'm sure that the uh, Tennessee Firearms Association might have something to say about this. A Tennessee bill that expands current laws requiring the mental health professionals to report the possibility of potential violent acts by their patients passed by a voice vote in the House Health Subcommittee led by Chairman David Hawk, Water Rhino. House Bill 1625 was sponsored by establishment bootlicker Jason Zachary. I used to have high hopes for Jason Zachary. In the pandemic, he was one of the few that was not afraid to speak out a little bit on all the atrocities that Governor Lee put us through. But boy, if you want to climb that ladder, you kind of have to leave your constituents way back there. Jason, go ask your constituents back in your district. Just do a quick survey and say, guys, would y'all like some red flag gun laws? Let me explain exactly what they do. Let them show their hands and you ain't going to see many hands. But it raised many questions regarding privacy laws, what happens if the information uh, is shared with people? Where will it be stored? Who will manage it? How will it be used? And who will have access to it in perpetuity? 
If the professionals who share the information are wrong about their estimations and the dis dissemination of the private mental health information leads to serious damages, who will be falsely accused? Who will be responsible for those consequences? And it won't be Jason Zachary. He's just got to toe the line for the governor. Can we get some kind of red flag gun law in here? Boy. For the vote in the subcommittee, Chairman David Hawk, who needs to be defeated. I think Jason Zachary and David Hawk should both draw some pretty good primary opposition for this. Chose to use a voice vote to hide the voting records of committee members from public scrutiny. We can only assume Chairman Hawk supports this bill and is responsible for its passage. Hawk could have used a transparent roll call vote, but decided to keep constituents in the dark. In addition, all legislators had to do to have their voice vote recorded as a thumbs up or thumbs down to the clerk. This means it's very easy for legislators to do this. But no member of the subcommittee requested to have their votes counted, which means they all must have been in agreement. Here are the folks that believe that we should have red flag gun laws that infringe on your Second Amendment rights. And they are as follows. David Hawk, Tim Hicks, Tom Leatherwood, Brock Martin, Paul Sherrill, Brian Terry, and Ryan Williams, and Democrats. It's always good to see the Democrats and Republicans voting together on gun rights stuff, because you know it's good for you. Democrats Darren Jernigan and Bo Mitchell. Guys, this, this is the best we can do. It's the best we can do. Guys, do check out my friend Steve Abramowitz at the Mill Creek View podcast. He is covering things in Tennessee. You can also see him on Rumble anywhere. You get your podcast searching uh, Mill Creek View, Tennessee. Put the Tennessee on the end. Our buddy uh, recently interviewed a candidate, Chris Spencer, who is running for the Tennessee State Senate in District 18 against uh, incumbent Rhino Extraordinaire, uh, Rhino of the Year, Farrell Hale. The guy's terrible. Needs to lose. Needs to lose by a wide margin. Chris relays the problems with Hale and why he's looking to turn things around. Steve also currently interviewed District 31 Tennessee State Senator Brent Taylor and Lauren Conlon, a true crime investigator and podcast host. And I think I saw Steve interviewing, I can't remember the names of these people, I'm sorry, the folks that stood up with the guns uh, during the BLM riots uh, at their house. Maybe it was in, in New Orleans, I don't remember. I saw him sit down with those folks. So he, he gets to all these awesome interviews that I don't uh, chase after like I should. And so somebody's got to do the work, and I'm glad Steve's doing it. Go to Mill Creek View, Tennessee. Next story, GOP lawmakers edge closer to opening Tennessee's incorporation of central bank digital currency. You know what GOP primary voters really want? Central bank digital currency. It is amazing. Our lawmakers don't give a hoot in hell about what primary voters want. Case in point, in last year's general session, a bill was passed legally redefining what the law currently recognizes as money in the state of Tennessee. It set up the ability for a foreign governmental entity to have the opportunity to produce, house, and exchange a currency that is not currently recognized by the banks and, and are owned and operated here in Tennessee. In short, it is a new global currency. Now, this session, an additional bill has been offered that would adopt the 2022 Uniform Commercial Code Amendments, which produces regulations for digital currencies and introduces into the Tennessee Code annotated the concept of, quote, controllable electronic records. This bill is being carried by a rhino, a big one, Rush Bricken and state senator, another rhino, John Stevens. When you see Rush Bricken and John Stevens together on a bill, you know that it is a corporately driven, rhino-driven agenda. And here it is. 
Gary Humble of Tennessee stands voiced his concerns because of such an uncertain future when it comes to the issue of cyber and digital currency. Tennessee should not be in a hurry to adopt policies that result in a substantial power grab rather by future centralized government authority. Uh, this is being heard uh, on February 6th before the Senate Commerce and Labor Committee, and it's also being heard uh, in front of the Business and Utilities Committee in the House. Uh, contact Rush Bricken, contact John Stevens and everybody on those committees and say, y'all suck. We don't want it. Next story. U.S. Department of Homeland Security reports, drum roll please, a huge wave of thousands of illegal immigrants being shipped into Tennessee as the GOP does absolutely nothing about it at the state level. Here we go. According to the U.S. Department of Homeland Security, upwards of 600 immigrants and illegal aliens from the southwest border have cited Middle Tennessee as their intended destination when questioned during processing. What? It, now the federal government has become a travel agency for lawbreakers, and they're sending them to Tennessee. The notice was received by the city of Franklin in fall of 2023, informing the city that along with Nashville, Davidson County, and Murfreesboro, were all foreign destinations for these people, these, these law-breaking globetrotters. Uh, the total of 573 non-citizens were looking to Middle Tennessee were processed on a time period of only one week. So if these people have been processed in one week, ending in September of 2023, imagine how many have been processed since. The government always lies about numbers. If, if, if big numbers are bad, they'll give you small numbers. If small numbers are bad, they'll give you big numbers because they're liars. And so if they're telling you that this is coming here and this is just one batch, we've been getting the batches for a long time. I get pictures sent to me constantly of migrants just flooding out of buses in Tennessee. It happens. In our Tennessee, uh, Republican leadership does nothing about it, nothing at all. There seems to be no way of tracking whether these non-citizens ever arrived in Tennessee, where they may be now. Nothing. Nothing. There are no specifics about the gender, the age of these illegal aliens. We're just wide open here. Wide open here. When we surveyed, when we surveyed uh, people about the number one issue that they think Republicans should address at the state level, it was illegal immigration. And speaking of which, guys, if you go to the link uh, below here, you can get your Stop Illegal Immigration in Tennessee uh, bumper sticker. Just give us your address. We will send this to you. We're trying to raise awareness about this terrible situation that is happening. It is impacting our education, our criminal justice systems, our welfare systems. Uh, it is devaluing uh, the value of an hour of labor for blue-collar workers here in Tennessee. There's nothing positive about it, hardly. There's no, And I always say, we don't have a labor shortage in Tennessee. We have a welfare surplus. We don't have a labor shortage here in Tennessee. We have a welfare surplus, and there's no dignity without work. Guys, go get this bumper sticker, and there's also a link to our survey uh, that we're doing right now uh, below in the comments section. Fill that puppy out. Uh, we're going to try to get at least 1,000 respondents. We need your help. Uh, go there right now. I'm not even going to beg you for money. This, I'm going to give you a break. For those of you that are too stingy to give and never give, uh, Scrooge, the, the Scrooge McDucks of the conservative world and the keyboard warrior universe, I'm going to give you something for free. Maybe you'll take me up on that. So please go fill out the survey, and we'll also send this free bumper sticker if you give us your address. Next story, please. Tennessee legislation seeks to increase penalties for the transportation of illegal aliens into the state. Representative, thank God for you, one of the few conservatives that will speak up that's not afraid, Brian Ritchie, has introduced a bill in the Tennessee House dealing with the transportation of illegal aliens into the state of Tennessee and applicable fines for doing so. House Bill 2078 aims to prevent any persons from transporting an illegal alien into the state and increases the fine from $1,000 to $5,000. 
But the issue is enforcement. Uh, I don't know who's enforcing this. I've not heard of anybody being arrested for this, fined for this. I mean, if there's no enforcement, we can pass all the rules in the world. Meanwhile, in the Senate, uh, Frank Nasley has introduced a strikingly similar bill. And the a little bit of additional information in his bill is that it uh, is the fine is for transporting into the state for the purposes of commercial advantage or private financial gain, which is why all these companies, these bus companies, these plane companies are doing it. It's because they get money from the federal government to do it. They'll sell Tennessee down the river for a few dollars and never lose a moment of sleep. Richie's bill has been picked up by a Senate sponsor, uh, Joey Hensley, who is conservative. Uh, and also, nicely, this bill's been picked up, uh, picked up by Representative Andrew Farmer, who's got to be conservative to even carry this bill. Because as soon as you carry a bill to try to stop illegal uh, immigration, you're on the wrong side of the Tennessee Chamber of Commerce. You're on the wrong side of the Tennessee Business Roundtable. You're on the wrong side of most of the lobbyists up there and the leadership. So kudos and special appreciation to be given to Brian Ritchie, uh, to Andrew Farmer, to Joey Hensley, and to Frank Nicely for having the you-know-whats to actually do what constituents want in some degree. Guys, please go to TennesseeConservativeNews.com if you don't get our uh, weekly newsletter, not weekly newsletter, our, our daily newsletter, Monday through Friday. Go there, uh, hit that subscribe button. You can also text the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 423-205-5600. Again, text the word NEWS, N-E-W-S, to 423-205-5600. Follow the prompts. Give us your email address and your name. We'll get you that to you uh, 100% free, uh, and, and, and I won't charge you a dime for it. Next story, uh, proposed bill aims to strip power from representative commission and hand it over to the governor's office. There's nothing that the General Assembly likes better than handing over its powers to the executive branch. And we see that uh, up in Washington, and they are not immune to it in Nashville. A new Tennessee bill states that there will be a single unelected bureaucrat who will oversee millions of dollars in projects and property owned by the state, as well as make decisions on spending multi-million dollars of taxpayer money, a responsibility currently held by commission with elected members. The language of the bill is so banal that it could possibly cause one's eyes to glaze over, which is often the point in this bad legislation that gets introduced by people like William Lambert, the uh, let's make illegal aliens police officers. William Lambert, he brought that bill last year because his heart's really in the right place on legal immigration. Uh, and Senate bill sponsored by Senator Jack Johnson. Both of these are just fetch and carry water boys for Bill Lee. It's, it's all they are. They're just, they're just uh, vassals and servants of the executive branch. If you've got either of these two guys as your representative, they ain't worried about you. They're worried about the governor. Okay? Um, and appoint a single unelected individual in the governor's office. The bill is called the Stream Act. Uh, those who currently make up the state building uh, commission include several elected officials, which would mean the people's interest in tax dollars are being directed by those people who can be representative as government liaisons. The state building commission is managed by some large product checks with some hefty tags. Tennessee citizens may not find that one elected, unelected bureaucrat uh, should be handed the ability to make these decisions. I don't think they should. Last story. I'm not even going to read this last story. I'm going to tell you what it is. Senator Richard Briggs sucks. He sucks, and he is going to try to weaken Tennessee's abortion laws. He made a pledge and a promise, which we know with Senator Briggs, it's like a, it's a 10 feet or out of sight promise. Uh, he said he would not do anything to weaken uh, the bill that he helped pass because he never thought that they'd overturn Roe versus Wade. So we know he's a liar. 
from day one. And he gave the bill something like the Freedom to Have Babies Act. And it's really like, let's kill some more babies act. And it is awful. And so you need to email Richard Briggs, Senator Richard Briggs, and say, let's, let's just pull this one before we even get started with it. That would be my recommendation. What's going on this weekend, guys? I'm going to go be hanging out uh, with you, some of you, and Gary Humble at the uh, Freedom First event, which I'm excited about going to. I appreciate the work that Tennessee Stands uh, does. Often Gary gets a lot more in-depth on specific issues than we can afford uh, to get here at the Tennessee Conservative because we have to cover such a broad range of things. And I often lean on him for his legislative expertise to, to read a bill along with me and go, what does this really mean? What are the, the, the many ramifications that could take place because of what's going to be passed? Friday tonight, um, my wife is going to a family function down in Georgia, but I'm tuckered out. I'm tuckered out. We did our annual event, which is a roaring success uh, for the Painters Academy, but it has, has given me some jet lag. I'm tired. I'm tired, worn out. Uh, it, it was a lot of work putting it on, a lot of work doing it, and as soon as it's done, there's a lot more work to do because people uh, buy things, and, and, and you promise that you will deliver those things, and it is my job to, to get in the delivery uh, mode, which we've already been in, and then uh, I'm hoping Sunday... Uh, if, if those of you live in the Chattanooga area, I'm going to go to Calvary Chapel's uh, Civics and Culture event that is in uh, the evening uh, there at Calvary Chapel off Broad Street. So if you can make it to that, that would be awesome. And I'll be there. Come say hello if you do make it. Um, I wish more churches had civics uh, and culture programs. Uh, you know, in the Bible, every, every apostle just about and every prophet spoke about culture. They did. Spoke about culture and politics. It, apparently God thought it was important, but for some reason, uh, preachers have pulled it out of the pulpit completely. And that's one reason that we see our country uh, headed in the wrong direction. That's why we see people like Cameron Sexton approving uh, transvestite ministers to give prayers on the House floor. Uh, it, it is just very weird. It is where you live in very strange times. The Bible told us that we would live in these strange times. They told us that there would be false prophets and things of that nature. And uh, prophetically so, here we are. Uh, I'm, also, I'm also going to uh, try to do some chores around the house on Sunday. I'm probably going get, to get into town a little bit later than I want to. I'm going to do a little stay over uh, this weekend because once I get somewhere that's about three or four hours away and it's not, I don't like driving at night. So I just stay. I'm like my dad. My dad used to, I'd ask dad to go places and he'd go, it's dark. It's dark. And I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? Why don't they put headlights on the front of the car when it's dark? And now I'm like, I'm not going. Why? It's dark. That's, that's me now. That's me. Uh, I've basically taken on uh, many of his character traits, as I assume you have as well, uh, <laughs> as we slowly turn into portions of our parents uh, for both uh, good and ill. Guys, I love you. I'm sorry I missed you last week, but I was working hard. I couldn't have possibly fit in the Big Seven, but Adelia did a fantastic job. Our team, Jason, uh, Paula, uh, Kelly, Helen, I'm leaving some people out, uh, Adelia, uh, etc. We have got some just uh, fantastic uh, conservative journalists uh, who work for Peanuts because they believe in the mission. They believe in the mission. I lied. I am going to ask for money. Uh, please do go help us support our reporters because I don't take any money out of, out of this, but I like to pay them for, for their time. And that is uh, Tennessee Conservative News slash support. Or you can uh, mail your checks uh, to P.O. Box 
Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. That's P.O. Box 625, Signal Mountain, Tennessee, 37377. And thank you for those of you who do. You know who you are. It's a thin red line that keeps this little publication moving, and we can't do it without you. Guys, I love you. I mean it. I hope to see some of you at the Freedom First event. And if I don't see you between now and then, uh, if you hear some kind of news that we need to know about, do email news at tennesseeconservativenews.com. We get our best tips from folks like you. News at tennesseeconservativenews.com. And do give this podcast a freaking review for the love of God and all things holy wherever you listen. So I'm going to hang up here right now and uh, just give me that review. And, and you can feel like you did something for conservatism today that actually made a difference. Thank you for the reviews. Thank you for the prayers. Thank you for the donation. Guys, I'll be here next week. It's Brandon Lewis with the 10 Con Big 7 signing off.